You are in the Ozarks. It is After Dark, and this is the After Dark Dispatch on Ozarks After Dark Radio at ozarksafterdark.com slash ADD. It's autumn, and tonight, some drug news. What do we got? Oh, boy. Oh, first of all, music's back. And then some cool drug stuff. Oh, GMO, GMO organisms making psilocybin at home. Stay tuned. share with you some things that's different about us. I'm going to tell black people something that's different about whites that you didn't know. And I'm going to tell white people something about black people that you didn't know. Maybe you can help understand each other a little bit better. First of all, white folks have wonderful weekends. They do. White folks have wonderful weekends. White folks, ooh, white folks do shit on the weekends your black ass never dreamed of doing. Oh! White folks have spectacular weekends. When last time your black ass had a wonderful weekend? Black people don't have a wonderful weekend. We just have a couple of days off. Well, I did have a fantastic weekend. Last weekend in particular. This was also a good weekend. It wasn't as wonderful as last weekend. Actually, yeah, it really was, but on, on a different level and for a slightly different reason. Because uh, last weekend was wonderful. One of my uh, one of my friends slash roommates, very lucky for there to be very heavy crossover there. Uh, they all qualify as both, which is just phenomenal, <laughs> and have for for some years now. So that's also wonderful, just like a white person weekend. Uh, and so last weekend. So, well, uh, could you uh, could you tell us your expert opinion about uh, last weekend and and uh, what the public needs to know about it? Sure. So, I'm I'm practicing for my uh, my NPR audition. <clears throat> I don't think I'm going to get hired. It's fine. Um, 
so last weekend I was uh, talked into, well, sort of talked into. I've been wanting to go to some live music for quite some time. It used to be a thing I did an awful lot. Like every time there was something that I had a remote interest in or felt the need to support just because it was there. Um, always have loved going to music, music events. And actually I used to come out, uh, to the Ozarks from Tennessee. It was a considerable drive. And, uh, this was just like a special little place that we would come to get down. And, uh, then I moved here and then that thing became an issue with everyone and now everyone's still wearing diapers and shooting up weird shit because work's making them or something it's not a real bright thing we got going on here but that's fine it's not really fine it's terrible actually but over here in flyover country uh it's not as contentious an issue yet as I feel like it, it, it is on the coasts where everyone is, mm, let's say, much smarter and more sophisticated and educated than we hicks are out here. Speaking of being a hick, uh, there was an event last weekend, last wonderful weekend, um, it was a, uh, well, it was, some of the groups were bluegrass groups. Um, I would, I would personally class most of the groups there as, uh, I don't, jam bands or something. Uh, I don't, I don't know if this is a term people have used or do use, but jam grass, I guess. I don't, I don't know. What, what do you call it? When you got bands that just sort of all do their own thing and don't really make a whole lot of effort to even keep strictly on the same beat as their bandmates. I don't know what you call that. Uh, I know a few things to call it, but I, but I don't know the polite thing to call it. Um, so, but it, it was mostly that as far as the music, but, 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 but. It wasn't all that. And this little group right here, who happened to actually be a local group that I was unaware of, uh, a local group of whom I was unaware. What a stupid fucking rule to say shit like that. Anyway, their name is Arkansas. Like if you made a sauce out of the state that I'm in right now. The government state, not like the other state. We're not going to get into that. <laughs> I should not be awake right now. It's way too early. Depending on when you plan on getting up. It's not early for me. Well, I guess it is. We've gone all the way through late a couple times. Back into early. Uh -huh. That's how the pros do it. You can take notes. Um, anyway, this 
is actually, uh, um, their music is not released under a Creative Commons, and I have not had time to request permission. However, this morning, because I have been completely obsessed with this band all week now, completely obsessed, and they actually are a bluegrass band. Like, they play real bluegra bluegrass, and they play it really well. Really well. So, as a result, they end up being a fantastic, Fantastic group to experience um, when you're leaving the launch pad, shall we say. Not like the launch, launch, launch pad. Like the, the one that comes on watercolor paper, that launch pad. Not the one with the, with the little guys that Alex Jones is freaked out by. Not that, not that one. Anyway... Uh, you know, you, you, you get thirsty, you drink a couple little drops, and thank God, you get lucky enough to hear Peephole by Arkansas. This actually was recorded live Saturday night, last, well, Saturday a week ago. It was a wonderful weekend. Peephole. By Arkansas. They are so fucking good. People. Gail. Fuck. People do bad things for money. People do things for drugs. I've seen better men than me do worse for love. Yes, I've seen better
Amen. Seriously. Hey, how about oh, we get Mike Robinson from my God. Railroad Earth up here? Uh, <laughs> pass. I wasn't going to mention that guy. Or that guy's band. But they did. So I got to say. Well, just in all fairness, in the event that anyone out there potentially end up not knowing what they were getting into and attempting to see Railroad Earth, oh boy, I would look them up first if I were you. They were the headliner at the event that those people, uh, Arkansas, were recorded at just then. And uh, Railroad Earth... Sucked. Sucked! I'm not sure why, and I'm not going to go into it any further than that. Other than to say that in addition to not being together or tight in any way, shape, or form at all, I mean, it might as well have been a bunch of guys up there rehearsing that didn't even know each other or, and, and like they were just, it was terrible. They were terrible. They were, they are a terrible band. Uh, and either they or their idiot sound guy feel the need to absolutely crank everything up to the fucking top volume that the system is anywhere near capable of, of hitting and let me tell you something, it is physically painful. So, folks like me, who like to hear, would like to keep being able to hear so that when music that doesn't suck comes around, we can hear it. All of it. Uh, well, people like me fucking leave when you do that. Even if we're really trying to get into what you're doing. If it hurts, it hurts. I'm not going to stand there and let you stomp on my toe, you know. I'm not going to let you fucking bust my ears either. Uh, but yeah, that fucking, I love Arkansas. I am all about these people now. So, 
I'll be seeing them around. Ah, oh, God, I just want to play this song over again. But I've already heard it like 10 times today. So I'll just suck on my teeth. ASMR teeth sucking. 48 hour mix. Yeah, it's not my scene. So that was a fun taste of something. Let's hit, uh, you know, I got these, some stories. We're not going to go too deep into anything really here. I will put links to all these in the show notes. I think this is going to be pretty music heavy, music centric. Um, yeah, because this stuff is just not interesting enough to drag out making fun of it. I like this. Uh, this came out October 15th. Using CBD daily may help shrink cancerous tumors. Huh. What do you know? People have only been positing that for at least 15 years. I'm sure it's much longer. Um, essentially, they go over... A, um, it's a case study. It's not a, it's not a study study. It's one chick who her 41-millimeter tumor in her lung... Um, was re was reduced over a couple months to, oh, what was it? it was a, it was reduced dramatically. Like, excuse me, forty one millimeters to ten millimeters. A much much smaller tumor, um, but it's not like it was there was any kind of control. Like she did CBD. She also smoked every day and stayed smoking. So maybe smoking every day does. You know who knows? Doubtful, but. Um, does lifestyle play a role in shrinking tumors? Well, if you're hanging out with Willy Wonka, probably. Um, the study notes that this individual also had several other health conditions leading her to take several other medications, including drugs for mild chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, osteoarthritis, and high blood pressure. On top of that, the patient was a smoker, smoking around one pack a week, who continued to smoke while taking the CBD oil treatments. Uh, also of note, if you go down a couple of paragraphs, this was some really hot CBD tincture, uh, I'm not seeing the number here right now, but it was something like, uh, something like 20% Delta 9 THC or something. So it's not just that she's doing CBD. She's just, oh yeah, here it is. Uh, patient in the study reported taking 0.5 milliliter of the oil two to three times a day. Moreover, the supplier notes that the woman's CBD oil contained 17, uh, excuse me, 19.5% Delta 9 tetrahydrocannabinol, the main psychoactive compound in marijuana. It also contained 20% uh, cannabidiol and 24% tetrahydrocannabinol. Cannabinolic acid, or THCA, the most common non-psychoactive ingredient in the drug. Um, yeah, we're not going to talk about that anymore. That's interesting. It'll be in the show notes. And this is Pluriverso with Connection. Under a creative c c, -c commons l -l -l license. Ooh, boy. Rumble, rumble. It's October! Blustery. 
chili. Crisp.
That was Pluriverso with Connection here on the After Dark Dispatch, OzarksAfterDark.com slash A-D-D. Again, I am your host, Ratchet, <clears throat> and uh, if you want to send a message to the show, you can shoot an email to ratchet at ozarksafterdark.com or or you can join the Sphinx Chat Tribe at uh, fuck what is it it's, those are really goofy addresses uh, and so it's it's like something like tribes dot tribe dot net tribes two what no it's, uh, tribes dot sphinx dot chat is where you can search those up, hunt them up, toad them on over here, uh, or, and or, uh, you can join the conversation on Zero Node IRC at irc.zeronode.net.net.com. Fuck, I don't know the address to anything. Anyway, Zero Node, Zero Node, Zero Node, IRC. Stands for Internet Relay Chat for you youngins. Um, it's a legitimate way to communicate, unlike uh, the private messaging functions of any given social network. Um, anyway, you can get in touch and all that stuff. And then there's a website. You already got the website. Let's see, Let's see what else. Fuck it, who knows? Uh, yeah, so here's another thing about weed. It's also a huge shock. Cannabis contains compounds with newly discovered anti-seizure properties, study reveals. Ooh, the study revealed. Oh, boy. It's like a magic trick the study did. It's, a, it's a holding up a a towel, and then, then it did a swoosh, and it revealed. Okay, it says, you've probably heard all about cannabinoids like cannabidiol, CBD, and tetrahydrocannabinol, THC, both of which have become the focus of intense scientific debate. And I don't really know how much intense scientific debate is going on around it. I think it's uh, intense political idiocy. There's not, there's no science to the debate that that, well, whatever debate they're having, I guarantee there's no fucking science to it. Not if it's about weed. <sighs> anyway, see, science as as like a legitimate concept has been dead, more or less dead, for quite some time. Um, this, we must always remember if we want to have a, a realistic idea of what's going on with policy, we'll call it, and these shitheads who, uh, write them up and attempt to enforce them, um,
most of the governments in the world, our world, on planet Earth, because something something science, they have decided that pot is bad. And that science says pot is bad. Never mind the fact that the science that may make those claims, virtually always funded by uh, the National Institute of Health or the National Institute on a Drug Abuse. Fuck those people. They're fishing for a specific thing. The people that are providing the thing know it's a fishing expedition, and they do whatever they can to provide the thing to the people looking for the thing. It's very simple. Anyway. So, some seizures are looking like they're effectively treated with... Let's see. Uh... Anyway, I'll put a link to the show notes. I'm not going to read the whole fucking article on that one either because fuck that. It's just not worth it. You, you heard the main shits and um, it'll all be in the show notes. Blow notes. <laughs> right. <laughs> Blowhole. <gasps> but when we come back, when we come back, there's actually an interesting article. There's actually an interesting article. And we are going to read it. My dad, If my dad had to respond to somebody talking to him like that, he'd be like, Are you asking me or telling me? And he would totally be right to do that. He's fucking retarded to up talk. Sorry, retards. I didn't mean to insult you. Then talk like this. Fuck that. Fuck that shit. Mm. Yeah. So we are gonna listen to another song. It's called Triune or Triune. And uh, excuse me, that is the producer. And the production is called Tantalus under a creative commons license. I love fall so much. October, I love you. Even if you tried to kill me a couple times.
That was Tantalus by Triune under a Creative Commons license. And now for something completely fun. <sighs> okay. So, uh, years ago, uh, let's see when this article came out. I think this is a last, yeah, okay, this is a last year article. And I don't have uh, an article to prove this, but uh, I knew a person who was actually talking about getting getting some organism like this uh, a, lo- a long time ago. I'll put it that way. This idea has been around for a minute. Okay, so who... Um, ilifescience.com. Wait, I believe it's IFL science. Yeah. I Eiffel? UK-based science website that is part of the LabX Media Group, a Canadian-based corporation. Okay. Uh, great. Um, so the article in question is entitled... Homebrew psilocybin created by scientists using widely available materials. Bully for them. Let's see how they did it. Large quantities of psilocybin, the psychoactive compound in magic mushrooms, can be produced in a rudimentary homebrew style environment that doesn't even need to be sterilized, according to a new study in the journal Bioengineered. While recreational users will still find it easier... Um, to obtain the psychedelic drug by growing or hunting a mushrooms, the development of moonshine psilocybin, shroomshine, it actually says that, could enable the production of large quantities of the compound for clinical use. A swath of recent studies have hinted... Mm, of studies have swath have nah, I don't think so. A swath of recent studies has hinted at the therapeutic potential of psilocybin, primarily as a treatment for depression and other mental health disorders. However, growing and harvesting magic mushrooms is not considered an economically feasible means of meeting clinical demand due to the slow production process and high product variability. Mm, whatever. For this reason, scientists have spent the last few years... <sighs> Jeez. I lost my place. For this reason, scientists have spent the last few years creating genetically engineered organisms that can synthesize psilocybin quickly and cheaply. Cheap, cheaply. Last year, researchers revealed that they had successfully created the compound using yeast. Although the complexity of the cost and the cost of the process left room for more improvement. Building on this previous work, the authors of the new study claim 
to have developed an extremely cheap method of producing psilocybin using genetically edited strain of the E. coli bacteria. Mushroom genes that code for the biosynthesis of psilocybin were first inserted into the microbe's genome before the researchers set up their own homemade lab with which to manufacture the compound. The E. coli cell cultures were placed inside two bottles, which were then deposited inside a water tub that was aerated using a simple aquarium pump and plastic tubes. Water temperature was maintained at 30 Celsius, 98.6 Fahrenheit, while aluminum foil was placed over the tops of the bottles. At first, the researchers made sure to sterilize all their equipment before use and found that failing to do so resulted in lower yields of psilocybin. However, they later discovered that this defect deficit really be overcome by adding a form of penicillin to the mix, thereby eliminating the need for sterilization. In less than two days, we successfully produced approximately 300 milligrams per liter of psilocybin under simple conditions with easily sourced equipment and supplies with the uh, right to study authors. I portaled there for a second. Um, my bad. All this talk of psilocybin's got the veil a little loose. Anyway, uh, so we got the, the E. coli cultures, cultures were placed inside two bottles, which were then deposited inside a water tub that was aerated using a simple aquarium air pump and plastic tubes. Water temperature was maintained at 37 Celsius, or 98.6 Fahrenheit, while aluminum foil was placed over the tops of the bottles. At first, the researchers made sure to sterilize... Ah, uh, yeah, we backtracked a little bit. Anyway... Blah, blah, sterilization. In less than two days, we successfully produced approximately 300 milligram per liter of psilocybin under simple conditions conditions with easily sourced equipment and supplier, uh, supplies, write the study authors. Quote, this work demonstrates the biosynthesis of psilocybin at concentrations in the 100s of milligrams per liter are possible, even when the sterile techniques and equipment common to a research laboratory environment are disregarded. Having achieved this feat, they go on to explain the need to regulate the materials involved in order to prevent unlicensed manufacture of psilocybin. Oh, no. Holy shit. You wouldn't want to do that. Jesus. It's like you wouldn't want to set any... You wouldn't want, you wouldn't want to run electrolysis on water and then take the little beaker with the hydrogen in it and put a match to it and make it go... No, no, you don't want to do that. Because one day, climate change comes to get us all. Uh, okay. Um, uh, so yeah, yeah. Oh, we don't want, we don't want people unlicensed diddly doing it. I mean, nature does it, but fuck that. Gotta have a license. 
We researched it so we could make sure that, that it was that it was for sure that you needed that it was a good idea to have a license. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We say so. Everybody should have a license, except except we can just do whatever we want. And anybody who's trying to get a patent, they can just do whatever they want. But you, fuck you, and your closet. Nobody cares if you have cluster headaches or severe depression. Fuck you. You will wait on patents. Right? This is Crovig with Obsidian. I don't think that's actually what it's called. It is called... Ah, fuck. It is not called Ah, fuck. It is called Obsidian. And it's the Halted Instant Remix on Ozarks After Dark Radio. Ozarks After Dark dot com slash A D D Zero Node IRC or you can call 901-308-7270 and leave a voicemail or a dick pic.
That was Croavig with Obsidian. Under a Creative Commons license, here on the After Dark Dispatch. Got lots of today. Oh, I uh, had an experience during my wonderful weekend uh, at Hillberry, um, just outside of Eureka Springs, Arkansas. Um, uh, well, to put, make a long story short, I threw my nicotine vape away at that event. And I have not done anything other than drop a little bit of the vape juice in my mouth a few times since and have had none uh for about 24 hours none whatsoever so we'll see how that goes i don't i'm not going crazy about it right now which is great and i wasn't crazy about it anyway and oh let's see if i can uh go ahead and click that tooth again yeah yeah very satisfying <clears throat> yes <laughs> What does that mean? I don't know, man. This is dude talks in code or something. That's not that's not code. It's not any code I know. Ah, oh, yes. It's nice and sunny outside today. Nice and cool. Breeze. That was Lil Breeze. Not a rapper. An actual breeze. And, uh, and, uh, you know, hell, man, it's, dude, it's October. There's orange shit everywhere. Eureka Springs looks really cute right now. It's all decked out and Halloweenered. Man. So, so the other night at that party, or the other weekend, last weekend, uh, well, not this most recent last weekend, as in yesterday and the day before, but the seven-day previous versions of yesterday and day before. Yes, those days. Wonderful, wonderful days. Um, it was summer. It was summer. It was a hot, it was hot, hot concert. Having to chug a bunch of water and just sweat. Be hot. It's hot, hot. And, um, let's see, Sunday night, because this event, oddly enough, this event, uh, stretched from like Thursday into, into early Monday. So you could camp Sunday night and leave Monday, which we did. And, uh, some storms and stuff blew in. It was great. It was so relaxing. Um, so relaxing. You just lay there in the cuddle, pu cuddle puddle and hear the pit, 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 pit of the rain. Just knowing what kind of year it was, what type of, what kind of type of time of the year it was. And just being there with, um, with, with friends that are family, 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 friends, friend, friendly family. Great, great folks. Great experience. Wonderful, wonderful weekend. Wonderful people. Just, just, 
just really great. This is really great. And uh, so you conk out and you wake up and boy, really cloudy and really windy and a lot cooler than it's been at all anywhere near this time of year. It hadn't been that kind of cool since the last time it was that kind of cool last spring. And here it was. It's like the uh, the bands that were playing that event just played summer out and played fall in just like that. Really, really beautiful. Uh, yeah. And while that would be a good place to end this, we're not quite there yet. We're going to listen to Zoo Meets Parasite. And this is called Damon Danza. Under a Creative Commons license. Buckle up. This one gets a little rowdy.
That track was Zoot Meets Parasite with Damon Dons. Uh, and that is Creative Commons license. Now, <clears throat> like I said, I got talked, uh, sort, sort of talked into that uh, event the other day, but um, I love going out to parties and stuff. I knew it wasn't going to be an electronic dance music event. I did. I went in blind, and I did kind of think that it ha, uh, was a bluegrass festival. It was like jam grass or something. It was not. It was majority not not bluegrass, not just not. But Arkansas certainly count as a bluegrass band, and not only that, a phenomenal bluegrass band. Um, I love them. I fucking love them. And when I marry them, ah, um, interestingly, um, another friend sent me, uh, an email. Leave a message on the internet. He left me a message on the internet and, uh, it was about this event called Flux. Um, which I had heard, uh, spoken of, but I'd never been around, uh, when they were doing one. Well, another set of people apparently have the nuts to do something. Now I'm in, uh, this thing, let's see, it says fluxfamily.com. Let's see what we got here. Uh, it says Flux Festivals going with the flow since 2013. Hi there, Flux family. Flux Explorers Jamboree, beta, October 29th through 31st. Friends, camping, good vibes, and some good tunes. It's an experience. Welcome to the Jamboree. Think Summer Camp Meets Music Festival, kind of burner light. We have food and craft vendors, and we curate a stage. The real driving force of Flux is our volunteers. We are fully community-driven, no big sponsors. Flux is just friends sharing their art with friends. We just have a very talented staff with lots of production experience that like to put on a show, big or small, and they just want to share it with you. So expect good times and good tunes. The focus for the rest of the year is connection and togetherness. It's all about camping and friends. Yes, we will have some music, but don't expect flyers with it all printed out. It's a surprise. Who doesn't like surprises? Though, expect some leaks. Not telling. No telling, rather. Who may show up? We will post schedules closer to the event. Uh, yeah. They had me at, um... And I don't know any of these damn artists or whatever. And I'm definitely going to, I'm definitely going to, uh, there's another part of the site that's like, hey, if you want to play, send us a thing. So I'm going to send them a thing because I want to fucking play. We'll see what happens. Um, <laughs> so that'll be interesting. That is Halloween weekend. And in other news, this is slightly out of order from how I should have probably presented it, but you know what? I don't care, because we're here now. And we got here through that order, and that's the order that it happened in. So, bleh, 
blah, 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 blah. Pardon me. The DEA has proposed, according to Marijuana Moment, has proposed a dramatic increase in marijuana and psychedelic production in 2022, calling for 6,300% more MDMA alone. Okay, like, whatever on that. I mean, great, that's good, but just drop it off the schedules! Just get rid of it. Shut yourself down, DEA. D-E-A-K-Y-S. That's the easy way to do this. Bye-bye. So, apparently, they, uh, they have upped the amount of uh, LSD that can be produced officially to half a kilo. Eh, you know. I mean, if a gram's 10,000 doses and half, half a kilo is... It's... it's you're get, just start. It's a start. Fucking stupid, though. Just get rid of the requirement. Anyway, there will be links and archives. If you want to see their stupid little graphs and shit yourself. Oh, look, look how progressive we are. Yeah, you're so progressive that you haven't killed yourself yet. Okay. So. I was trying not to do it in that order. But I failed. Because who wants to end on the DEA, unless you're ending the DEA. That would be a happy ending. And this will be, too. We are, uh... For the second time in history... The, oh, fuck. Second, for the second time in the extremely long history... Of this show. This is going to be... This is very rare. It's only going to have happened in like a tenth of the episodes. That <laughs> we are going to... Bookend these tracks and the rest of the episode... Uh, with Arkansas, of course... We're gonna put that. We're put that sauce. You start and finish with it, because because I'm totally obsessed and I'm wearing it out like a little kid. That's the whole reason that I found this. The the these tracks are recorded from the show that I was at the other day, of course, because it's it's there's crossover into into deadhead crowd type stuff. So somebody recorded it and stuck it on Internet Archive, and I found it quite by accident. To me, this song sounds very much like a cloudy, windy, blustery, just chill enough to be crisp and 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 mm, give you that edge of being aware of the of the slight chill like that kind of just windy blowing around ass nice relaxing 
but full of energy. Autumn Day. It's called Maybe Someday. It's the title track of our latest album. Thanks for listening. OzarksAfterDark.com. 901-308-7270. See you next time. On the After Dark Dispatch. Peace, love, unity, and respect. Take acid and fuck shit.
Hell yeah. 